Welcome to Thrive Beyond Pornography, the podcast where real couples like us candidly navigate the journey to a healthier, more connected life. Join us as we share personal experiences, expert insights, and practical tips to help you thrive in your relationships and break free. Together, let's repair and build a rock-solid connection, becoming a couple that can overcome any challenge. Hey, my friends, before this week's episode, I want to invite you to our free masterclass on January 5th. Let's make 2023 the very best year that you've ever had and leave pornography behind for the last time. Go to zackspafford.com slash free call. And I hope you enjoy this episode. I'm Zach. And I'm Darcy. We're an LDS couple who struggled with unwanted pornography in our marriage for many years. What was once our greatest struggle and something we thought would destroy us has become our greatest blessing and triumph. Our hope is that as you listen to our podcast each week, you'll be filled with hope and healing and realize that you too can thrive beyond pornography and create the marriage you have always desired. Welcome to Thrive Beyond Pornography. We're so glad you're here and we believe in you. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Thrive Beyond Pornography. I'm your host, Zach Spafford. Darcy is making pasta right now, so she's not joining us, but I think I can do this one on my own. If you guys don't think that I can do this on my own, please message us. Let us know (laughs) how you feel about it, and I would love to hear your feedback. But today, well, Merry Christmas, first of all. Merry Christmas. Christmas. That's uh, you're listening. If you're listening to this on the day that it's launched, you basically have one week. Get it done. <laughs> Go get your shopping done. Make sure that you've uh, that you've prepped everything you need to prep because this is the moment. I hope it's an amazing Christmas for you guys. Um, I really enjoy this time of year, and I didn't used to actually, but I really do enjoy just kind of having this time to reflect and to enjoy my kids and eat lots of delicious food. I like eating food. (laughs) So today I want to offer you three essential ideas to make this Christmas amazing. You know, Christmas is really, it's a time of excitement and expectation, trees and lights and presents and food and Jesus. Uh, You know, (laughs) Darcy and I, we went to the temple twice this week back-to-back, like 7 o'clock, we went to a 7 o'clock session, and then we went to a 10 a.m. session because we had scheduled the the two sessions with two different sets of friends, like, weeks apart, and we totally forgot that they were back-to-back, so it was like we were constantly in the temple, and it was a great reminder of, you know, the, the wonderful things that you get to do in the temple and the sacrifices that Christ made for us, and so, uh, you know, this is a great time of year to participate in all of that. Here's the other thing about Christmas. It's a time when people get really stressed. You know, they just, you know, we want things to go perfectly. We want our lives to be as beautiful as possible, especially around this time when we're taking lots of pictures and we are spending a lot of time with family and friends. So we want things to go well. And I don't know about you, but I've certainly experienced this. And I've found that, at least in the past, this was kind of a turning point to pornography. It was one of those discomforts that would create a moment where I would say, okay, I just need to relax for a minute, or I just need to, you know, deal with this. And of course, I think a lot of people deal with this. And in the membership, we we work through, you know, that kind of discomfort with proven techniques that allow us to resolve the discomfort as it happens. And, I'll, you know, I'll put a link to the 
in the description for you so you know you can join the membership and start learning how to do that for yourself. But right now, before you can use those skills, one of the things that I would like to offer you is that recognizing some of the ideas that our mind offers us and you know seeing them for what they are and allowing ourselves to step into some new or different ideas that we can use to get our head ready for the realities of the holidays. So here are three essential ideas that you need to know to make Christmas amazing this year. So number one is don't expect others to be different than they are. So this morning was tough. It's Sunday morning, and we have church at 9 a.m., which thankfully that's changing. We're going to a 10.30 a.m. schedule in the coming year, and I'm grateful for that. And the reality is that the weekend is kind of tough to get kids out of the bed. Uh, in this particular moment that I want to tell you about, you know, I went down to wake up my third child and I don't know if you have ever experienced the realities of a 15 year old, but he, he did not jump out of the bed chipper and ready to roll in past years. I might've gotten upset, you know, and bugged him over and over again. I might've even said, okay, listen, if you don't get out of bed, I'm going to dump water on your head and just kind of generally make a fuss until you get out of bed, right? And I would get frustrated and I would get upset because I would want him to be doing what he was supposed to be doing. Now, fortunately, I've been working on this for a number of years now, and you know, I just went down and made a little noise and I said, "Hey, are you are you up?" And he uh, he you know moaned a little bit, and I said, "Okay, do you want me to come back again and wake you up later, or are you good?" And he's like, "Okay, I'm good." Right? He said he was up. I left him alone. In fact, after that interaction, I completely put him out of my mind. I I was like, okay, he said he was up. I'm going to trust him. I'm going to trust him to do what he says he's doing. And I'm going to walk away and I'm going to let that happen for, for him. I, you know, I did my part and I let him be responsible for himself. That's the way that I saw it. Right. Previously, you know, in years past, that interaction might've been frustrating and demoralizing for both of us. I might've gotten upset. He might've gotten upset And letting him be who he is and not making it mean anything about me helps keep me centered and allows him to grow up. So not expecting others to be different than they are puts them in a position to take responsibility for their actions, which also means that, especially around this holiday time, I don't have to freak out or get upset when they aren't living up to what it is that they might want to live up to, right? Now, the next one is really similar to this first one, which is, Don't expect yourself to be different than you normally are. So in past years, I would have told myself, you know, you can't mess up this week. This is the holiday time. You know, it's really important. You know, if you mess up, it's going to ruin it for Darcy. She's going to be upset about it for a really long time. Every time she thinks about this holiday, she's going to think back to that moment, and she's going to say, I can't believe you ruined that time for me. All that stuff, right? The truth is, is that when we think about our Christmas or any particular moment, so, you know, maybe it's vacation, maybe it's... uh, some special time of the year, whatever it is. When we think about it that way, we set ourselves up for this mental battle, which in the long run is going to fail. Now, I've talked about the pink elephant experiments before, but you can go back and look at that. And just to kind of refresh your memory, anything that we try to shove out of our minds is likely to become something that our brain will obsess on. And This is what you want to be aware of, that the more we tell ourselves that we can't do something, the more likely our brain is to obsess over that thing and bring it up over and over again. And again, in the membership, I teach you how to deal with this directly. 
But for right now, I just want you to try not to be different than you are. You don't have to put some new special thing in place. Now, that means doing your best, keeping your word, again, striving to be better every single day. But I don't want you to make it a thing where you're freaking out about it. Because if you do that, what's likely to happen is that your brain will obsess over it and it's likely to drag you down and not lift you up. Instead, what you might try is, I'm, I'm doing great. I'm going to succeed this week and I'm going to be the best version of me that I can be. And I'm going to work towards that. So that's a great place to start. The last one, number three, and I think that this is probably one of the most important things to remember in life, but also especially around the holidays, is prepare to be disappointed. Now, <laughs> now you know, this might be as simple as not getting the gift you want, you know, kids not smiling at the camera or, you know, doing the right faces when you're taking pictures. It might be that your parents or your in-laws are probably you know, going to be who they still are. So they probably will be exactly the same people that they are on all the other days of the year. So they may not be very exciting to be around. You know, maybe somebody's going to say something rude. Maybe, you know, you're not going to have people being a better version of themselves this year. And knowing that people are not going to do exactly what you want them to do and letting go of that allows you to focus on yourself. Choose how you want to show up and not let you know, what it is that other people do, build up until you finally snap. And, you know, you may have heard of this before, but lowering your expectations is one of the many keys to happiness. And I think the research is pretty clear on that. And I suspect this is not about not getting what it is that you want or not about getting, you know, things, if letting your standards slip. But what I think this is actually about is loving people as they are not about letting things be awful just because people are terrible, right? This is more about being willing to see that people are doing their best because I think most people, they are doing their best most of the time. And of course, if you have a particular thing that you're like, hey, listen, I don't really like when you do that, feel free to say that. That's not to say in your disappointment, don't tell people how you feel or what's going on for you uh, or in, sorry, in letting go of your disappointment. That's not telling them, that's not, not telling them what it is that is going on for you. It is saying, I see that you're doing your best and I love you regardless of that. And I'm not willing to make this a problem, but I want you to be aware of how it may be impacting me. Uh, I know that's a, a valuable way to discuss things with my parents anyway. And I think when we love people as we are, as they are, we can also love ourselves how we are. People who feel good make better decisions. There's actually some really good research on that. And loving yourself is an amazing way to feel good. When you feel good, because disappointment isn't constantly on your mind, you'll love those around you more fully, and your holiday season is actually more likely to be the awesome time that you want it to be. You guys, I know this is, to me, one of the best times of the year. And I hope that for you, it can be one of those times a year where you look back and you go, this was the time when I was successful. I was amazing. I did what I set out to do and I didn't choose pornography and I started to help make my marriage grow and become better. And if you want to learn more about what it is that Darcy and I do and how we can actually help you and your spouse thrive beyond pornography, feel free to go to zackspafford.com slash work with Zach and we will set up an appointment 
and get you in so that you can start your your way down that path to resolving some of the struggles and the difficulties that you have around pornography and the the deep disappointment and betrayal that that sometimes brings and move yourself and your wife beyond pornography to a place where you're thriving and happy and joyful in your marriage. All right, my friends, I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Thrive Beyond Pornography. If you're seeking guidance and support to overcome pornography for good and begin creating a thriving life beyond it, check out my free webinar, How to Overcome Pornography with Skills That Actually Work. You'll learn practical, proven skills guided by an expert coach who has personally overcome pornography. Whether you're getting started for just yourself or along with your spouse, Darcy and I can teach you the tools that will help you put your life on the right path for you. Be sure to check out the show notes for a direct link and... If you could take a moment to leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts, it would mean the world to us. Your reviews play a significant role in helping others discover the show so they can join us on this transformative journey. Thank you for being part of the Thrive Beyond Pornography community. Until our next episode, stay strong, stay focused, and keep thriving.